0: Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Ado, a son of the prophet Dikewood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. With some nice color of a tie, and all these things, God had already said them. So today, we are looking at scarlet within these few minutes. And I believe that God is going to bless us. Can I have a better amen again? So, I am reading some few things, explaining some few things. The use of scarlet in the tabernacle, which is God's Old Testament residence, is a revelation of how to create an environment for the presence of God. Without courage, without courage, you will not experience the presence of God. You need boldness to do the will of god you need courage to pray for the sick and experience miracles without boldness you cannot walk in the manifestations of the holy spirit so what is scarlet for scarlet is always a sign of courage and boldness to write it down scarlet is always A sign, just like I said, white linen is a sign or it shows holiness, holiness and righteousness. Scarlet is also a sign of courage and boldness. Maybe you can add, and strength. Courage, boldness and strength. Scarlet was used in the building of the tabernacle. Why was God so insistent on scarlet? Did it have any significance? Did scarlet help to invoke the presence of God? Yes, indeed, it did. It was a clear pattern we were expected to follow. Colors do have symbolic meanings. And we can learn these from the Bible. Wherever the colors appear in the Bible, we can see and learn what they signify. Because the color scarlet is used in other parts of the Bible. Now, this is where I want us to learn from today. I'm going to explain to you the different scenarios when scarlet was mentioned and what role it played. And that's how you understand what scarlet is. So, I'm going to share five things within this few minutes. So, the, the use of scarlet in the tabernacle is a revelation of how to create an environment that is conducive to the presence of God. Scarlet speaks of courage, boldness, and strength. Scarlet was a color that was used in the gate, the door, and the veil or the curtain. Now, by sorry fear, those days, you know, before Jesus came. The 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 place where God's people gathered was just like here. You enter through the gates, you come to the outer court, which is outside. And then you have to enter into the cathedral or the tabernacle or the inner court. So when you enter, there were some things you had to do at the back. And when you enter, this whole place was where the priests were supposed to be. If you're not a priest you are not allowed to enter and that's why bible says that we have been made kings and priests into your christonia you are supposed to enter now when, when they entered just like where i'm standing in front just around the stage area there was a veil or a curtain from the top to the bottom and that curtain was blocking the view to what was there and behind the curtain was what is called the ark of the covenant And it was only the high priest in this case if it is this church it was only the bishop who was allowed to go behind and when the bishop was going there were things that were holding his legs and then things around his waist because that was where the presence of god was and if the bishop goes and he's not clean he can be killed there should he go there and he's killed the people would be talking bishop bishop but if they are not hearing a response, then I didn't soon omb and that's how they will get him out of that place. So with what I'm reading, he says that the scarlet was a colour that was used at the gate, at the door, and at the veil. The gate, the door and the veil of the tabernacle were scarlet in colour. Scarlet speaks of courage and strength. You see, the word scarlet or the color scarlet... I'm a little bit confused because it's red. Red, gold, red, yellow, green, blue. The primary colors. White, indigo. But there's another color called scarlet. It's closer to red, but it's not red. So you see that scarlet speaks of courage and strength it speaks now listen to me scarlet speaks of being a hero being valiant being courageous another word being fearless somebody say fearless fearless you'll be a unsuru you, say, you are you are you are to wear scarlet and I say you are wearing scarlet oh you'll be a unsuround such people, God's presence go with them. But you be a the presence of God does not usually flow with you. Hey, I didn't me to make catch a lady pastor no and then my person who now ready with? Oh, don't bishop me. Just go and do it. And she said something that I don't know if you want me to say it. She said, Bishop, I can't read from the screen. Get your spectacles. <laughs> see, she was trying to allow fear to keep her. And because of that, she wouldn't have come with the presence of God. But when she said, okay, my bishop said, I'm going to go. And she came to stand here. How many were blessed? Ah, but you see, as she was doing it, then the presence of God was now increasing. When the presence of God increases, their anointing also comes along. That's how it is. Next, you come on with some courage and boldness. Now you begin to you preach. That is the presence of God with somebody who is fearless. God needs us to be fearless. If you are a lady, you must be fearless. Christian lady, fearless. Christian husband, fearless. Christian wife, fearless. Pastor, fearless. So it says that this is the courage that is necessary to shed the blood. So Jesus needed this courage to even shed the blood of Jesus himself. Real courage, confidence is required to come boldly into the presence of God. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, Bible says that let us come boldly. That means, wear scarlet. So let us come boldly onto the throne of grace. That means, let's come into his presence with scarlet, onto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of our need. Mama, don't come so be a, ready. my help God doesn't enjoy those things. He doesn't. He expects you to come with confidence that you have sinned, you have done wrong. God, I'm coming to you boldly. Please forgive me. Or say, let am I, am I reading from my own mind? Am I reading the Bible? Or say, let us therefore come boldly onto the throne of grace to do what? To obtain mercy. To hear mercy. Come boldly. Don't come. Oh look you see there are some churches that teach oh I oh, it oh, doesn't move God says, oh God please, I am sorry even your crying doesn't move him mm-hmm. it doesn't move him some people feel that crying will let God change his mind or whatever he he rather expects your boldness knowing who you are in him and how you are fallen short Come and say, let's talk. Or say, come, let us reason together. Don't come crying. Let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be as red as crimson, they shall be as wool. That's what God is saying. Come boldly. And that's what God expects before his presence can come. As I'm standing here, do you think that I am not a shy person? I'm a very, very shy person. But I have over time, you <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I am very, very shy. But when I am coming to where presence of God must work, I come boldly. I wear my scarlet. I mean, now sorry, way first service, Mwubu, your mama asked that was showing you. I say, next week, maybe Mama will join our stages, so. mm huh. Yeah. Those who are not clapping. You see, your, your clapping cry is not bold. <laughs> Auntie Dora, you are, you are, look, you cannot, you cannot say that, oh, that it's only the bishop and the reverend and the pastor. Look, we must also go on holidays. And some of you who are anointed, who have been around for a while, must be able to do things and get the church running. Can I have a better amen? amen. And you'll be shocked how some of the people who are not pastors and so on and so forth, how anointed they also are. And the presence of God will be with them. Yeah. So he says that, it is important to be bold if you want to experience the presence of God. You can practically invoke the presence of God by being bold and courageous in your preaching and your ministry. God's presence is always seen where there is boldness and clarity in the minister. Cowards do not deserve the presence of God. I once, this is Bishop Doug speaking, I once asked a prophet who was calling out names and numbers how he was able to do these things. And he explained to me, it takes 90% of faith and boldness to minister as a prophet. And I attest to that. When you see people operating the prophetic, say, uh-huh. like like me, my my style of ministry usually, if it comes to healing, and then so I come I come and stand before you and say, uh, I can feel some pain right here. Are you feeling it? He said yes. It has moved to the back. Said, okay, it's because I am feeling it. I could have also been afraid to talk about it, but I have to. And truly yours, it is it. From the time it started, 1993, and I had to grow up in that boldness, it has always been correct. And then, anytime I begin to feel that no, the presence of God is at work because I lack like boldness. Sometimes you are here and say, "No, there's a gentleman called Gideon. Is that Gideon Sorry, I've but salty Gideon. And now why Gideon be by?" Just be bold about it and say, there is a Gideon. Even if the Gideon's is not here, there is somebody who is committed to a Gideon. And you will be surprised. Someone will get there and say, my brother is called Gideon. And that is what brings the presence of God. Don't be a coward. Don't think about what people will say. Don't think about what people are thinking. God doesn't like that. He wants you and him to have this relationship where when God is about to do something, you believe it enough that you are bold to go through with him. I can have a better amen. Yeah. When you see prophets mentioning, okay, I can see a car. It's a Toyota Camry with a number G W nine eight two six C. And then it's a lady's car. I said the lady is sitting at the back on my left. Counting from the back. One, two, three, four, five rows. You're sitting there. I want you to come right now. <laughs> because you see, like like as I am talking now, it's the thing is it's like a screen and I'm seeing it. <laughs> I think one of these mornings I should be able to operate some of these prophetic people like prophetical (laughs) the church does not grow by that the church increases by that but it doesn't grow by that people come and watch but when something happens they all leave but the church grows by like what I'm doing, teaching the word prophetic in the eyes KFC. Once a one with you. You can't be eating KFC every day. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, the bishop is talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, I'm just trying to end. In scripture, Scarlet speaks of courage and strength. So, I'm looking at the five things quickly. The scripture is full of examples that use Scarlet as a symbol of courage. I must finish this topic. So, points number one. Please write it down. It's very simple. The five points are few. Scarlet speaks of royal, kingly courage. Scarlet speaks of royal, kingly courage. Nehum chapter 2 verse 3. Nehum chapter 2 verse 3. Scarlet speaks of royal, kingly Courage. Nehum Nehum is in the Bible. Nehum chapter two verse three. Bible says that the shield of his mighty man is made red, the valiant men are in scarlet, the chariots shall be with flaming torches in the day of his preparation, and the fair trees shall be terribly shaken. What is he saying? Let me read that side again. He says that the shield of his mighty man is made red. Which And the valiant men, the valiant men, the valiant men are in scarlet. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 3. The valiant men are in scarlet. The valiant men are people, people who are set apart as people fe- in authority you see keenly they are in scarlet so may everybody who is here from today walk in the spiritual scarlet somebody say amen i see this particular grace making you build a house with that scarlet you cannot build a house Number two, Scarlet speaks of courage to tell and speak the truth. Scarlet speaks of courage to tell and speak the truth. So you tell the truth, you speak the truth. Even if it is against the powerful people of this world, even if it is against the powerful people of this world let me say it again scarlet speaks of courage to tell and speak the truth even if it is against the powerful people of this world is it so we want to read daniel very very important daniel chapter 5 verse 7 quickly a person who has the presence of God is courageous and preaches the truth. You see, so, this is, you're sometimes, what it is is that you are supposed to say something eh, or defend something. And that, and this is the situation. You stand for the truth. that thing is not easy. Many people don't have so in Daniel chapter 5 verse 7, the Bible says that it's, it's, it's a long scripture but let's flow. Okay, the king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers and the chaldeans and the soothsayers and the king spake and said to the wise men of Babylon, Whosoever shall read this writing and show me the interpretation thereof shall be clothed with scarlet So this is what the king said. The king had had a dream. Okay, anybody who can tell me what it is and give me the interpretation without looking at my face, but telling me what it is, even if it doesn't go for me, the raw truth, that person will be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about his neck. And that person shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Verse 16 and 17. Bible says that, And so this is a follow-up to what the king has said. And I have heard of thee that thou can make interpretation. So this is what the king was telling Daniel. So he said, and you dissolve doubts. Now if thou can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck. And you shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Next verse, verse 17. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let thy gifts be to yourself. And give your rewards to another person. Yet I will read the writing unto the king and make known to him the interpretation. Now, let's go to 22 and 23. I'm jumping because of time. Verse 22 and verse 23. Bible said that. And he started explaining. And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart. Thou knowest all this. Though thou knowest all this. Belshazzar was Nebuchadnezzar's grandson. Sometimes the Bible calls him his son. But he was his grandson. But he had also become a king and he had been misbehaving when he became a king what he did was he called all his people to go and then gather the thing that his grandfather Nebuchadnezzar had gone to collect from the people of Israel to say, communion wine communion glasses all those things he said they should bring it and he's going to use it for a party and make mockery of it So he was using things that were in the church which were holy to God and making mockery with it. And then God began to show him some things. A hand appeared and wrote on the wall. And so Daniel is giving him the revelation. He said, But thou hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven, and they have brought the vessels of his house before thee. And thou and thy lords, thy wives, he had many wives, and thy concubines, he had many girlfriends, have drunk wine in them, what was dedicated to God. And thou hast praised the gods of silver. You are using it to praise the gods of silver, and gold, of brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know. And the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, Thou hast not glorified him. The last verse, verse 27 to 29. So he now tells him. Let me let me start from verse 26. He says that. Verse 26. This is the interpretation of the thing you saw. Mene, mene, because he saw mene mene tekel ufasin. Mene, Mene. He saw it. A hand was writing. Mene, Mene. Who are pushing the chairs? Tekel, Ufasin. And so he didn't understand what it meant. So now Daniel is giving the interpretation. He said Mene means God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. Verse 27. Tekel means that art weighed in the balances and you have found wanting. Next verse. Res, or ufasin means that kingdom is divided and given to the meads and patience. Verse 29. Then commanded Belshazzar, and they clothed Daniel with scarlet, and put a chain of gold about his neck, and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. Just for the sake of the story, let's continue. Next verse. In that night was B'chaza, the king of the Chaldeans slain. So he died. But I'm saying that scarlet is the ability to speak truth. Even when you are saying the truth to somebody who can kill you. That thing creates the presence of God. You move Oh boss, Ebbisas, who now need no mo? Now soon tino, why you being? And God's presence is not with you. Number three. Scarlet is a sign of courage. Matthew chapter twenty-seven, verse twenty-seven and twenty-eight. Car- Scarlet is a sign of courage. Jesus demonstrated great courage in the presence of the wicked soldiers and enduring the crucifixion on the cross. Bible says, Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. Next verse. And they stripped him. They stripped Jesus. They stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe Jesus was about to be crucified and he stood before Pontius Pilate and said you say I am a king, yes I am in First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12 and 13 you can be very quick with that look at what Bible talks about what Jesus did he said a fight the good fight of faith lay hold on eternal life First Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. And it goes, it continues to verse 13. He said on whereunto that Where art also called and had professed a good profession before many witnesses. He's talking about Jesus. Just like Jesus fought a good fight by standing before Pontius Pilate and maintain his confession. Because sometimes you be two. One shall be someone. You can easily say that, oh. I no longer believe in healing. I no longer believe in that I am a child of God. I no longer believe that I am a, a casual assembly member. I no longer believe that I am part of the UD. I no longer believe that... You can easily change your mouth in the face of a Pontius Pilate situation. But Bible says stood and maintained his confession he did not change it he didn't say that as they are coming to kill me i am no more the son of god he didn't say that he maintained his confession and bible said that i give thee charge in the sight of god who quickens all things and before christ jesus who before pontius pilate witnessed a good confession so jesus was wearing scarlet in the spirit and then when he maintained his confession, now the people who crucified him put on a physical scarlet. So how does it apply to you and me? Maintain your confession. Maintain your confession. And opium be pie. Oh so Oh. so it's like I'm dying. And say don't talk like that, brother. Don't talk like that. You are not dying. I don't even accept the statement you are dying I don't accept it I don't accept it I don't even want to hear it you are the same person you are, either you are leading or worship or whatever you are doing in church what are you talking about, don't talk like that but I told him that I can understand what you are going through when you are sometimes feeling so much attack on you you can easily change your confession but where is Scarlett stand for what you believe let that courage build up. Even when you are, you don't see that you are getting well. Keep saying that, I am healed. It is that skillet that will let you say, let the weak say, I am strong. I am strong, though I am weak. Do I feel weak? It is that when that will let you say that, look, I am rich, though you don't have money. But you know that as you are confessing it, it will come to pass. Am I talking to God's people? It's that scarlet that will let you be bold in the, in the situation that you are in. And still change that confession and say, I am not like this. This is what I believe. And as you keep saying that, it becomes a reality. So, Jesus stood before the people and he said, that, look, I am the king of the Jews. And when they crucified him, they put on him scarlet. May you be bold. Number four, scarlet is a sign of fearlessness. Scarlet is a sign of fearlessness. Fearlessness. And I'm closing with this. In Proverbs chapter 31 verse 21, the Bible says that the virtuous woman, she is not afraid of the snow for her household. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. Wow, let me read it again. The virtuous woman Oba dimuno. See, she is not afraid. You see, Proverbs chapter 31 describes a wife who is virtuous. The can virtuous. are a See, such a wife Is not afraid of the snow for her household. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. Sisters, you must get to a point where you develop this virtue of fearlessness. I want to say it carefully, but. Brothers are supposed to be the head in a marital situation. But most of the time, it is the sisters who God has made to be fearless. There are times when your husband will be down. You don't have to be down. You have to be that fearless type of wife who must stand with your husband and tell your husband, Darling, I am with you. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep pressing. So also power back. Where are we going? This virtuous woman would wake up at dawn and make sure that everybody in the house is okay. When the husband is... is allowed. But she is not afraid of the snow for her household. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. Fearless. The children can say, I know the mommy is there. A virtuous woman is fearless. Many women are full of fear. Even before you marry, fear. A virtuous woman is not afraid of the next season. She is fearless in the event, even in the event of snow. Fearless. That's why I say she's not afraid of the snow. Whether it's raining or shining or whatever, I know that I will find my way to make my family survive. That is someone who is wearing scarlet. But if you're not like that, you're wearing something black. And such ladies who are like that, the presence of God, who also to the Christian to say, for any situation, but singing such a song. My God, the presence of God begins to flow, and then the presence of God begins to let somebody come and then sow a seed or bring some food or something. This is a virtuous woman. This is a virtuous woman. The Lord says I should finish it. Point number five. <laughs> Scarlet is a sign of the ability to risk your life for Christ Jesus. Scarlet is the is the sign of your ability to risk your life for Christ Jesus. And you know, our ability to risk our life for Christ Jesus means we are wearing scarlet. Scarlet is the ability to risk everything for the work of God. So, who are we using as an example? Rehab. Do we all know Rehab? Rehab was known as a prostitute in the Bible, Genesis chapter 38. Verse 28 to 30. And I'm done. No, sorry. Joshua chapter 2. Verse 18 to 21. Joshua chapter 2. Verse 18 to 21. Rahab risked her life when she helped the spies. I'm going to read it now. Joshua chapter 2. Verse 18 to 21. She have been tried and executed for treason. Rahab, the harlot had the courage to help the spice and put out the scarlet thread. Behold, when we come into the land, I shall bind this line of scarlet You see, Rahab was a prostitute, and then here were these two angels that had come to town and they had come to work do an assignment. And then, the people of the land would have looked for them to kill them. But Rehab hid them. or you Omo kwa And behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brothers and all your father's household Home unto thee. Next verse, verse nineteen. I say, and it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood, because you see, as we are coming back, you have you have saved our lives, but we are going and we are coming to destroy the whole city. But as we come, the only thing that will save you, Rehab, and your family, is there must be a scarlet on your doorpost. There must be a scarlet. around. Unfortunately, we will finish your house. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of the house into the street, let me put it here, without scarlet, his blood shall be upon his head and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house where there is scarlet, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. Next verse. And if thou utter this our business, if you utter it, if you utter it, say then we will be quit of thine oath, which thou hast made us to swear. So what we have said, keep it. You see, I wish I could take my time and go deeper. But it is important for every one of us to get to a point where you are ready to die for Jesus. you're not wearing scarlet, and because of that, something bad can happen to you and your family. You must be you must be a Christian. You live your life as metiasia, that should be your mind. Say you should not be afraid of death. If you are like that. God's presence will always be with you. Why Corona sorry. so presence Presence Who told you that? If. Ghana Airways are falling. Ethiopia Airlines are falling. Kenya Airways are falling. That means that the plane are going to take who fall. It doesn't work like that. You are a man of God. God has sent you to go and preach. Sit in the plane and he will take you there. That is wearing scarlet. One day Bishop Dad said he had heard that God had made someone invite him to Colombia and he had heard that they were killing bishops. A lot of bad things. People were being massacred. And he said, God, and is this the place that you said I should go? And he said hmm, this thing, uh, and he said he was in a flight when he had an underneath that a bishop has been killed again. Angie I said Lord I want to change my mind and then he went into a deep sleep and he had a vision and the Lord was showing him something very fatal that had to do with death and when he came out of the vision he said, God, please, I'll go. And that's what made him take a decision. And he said at that point he was scarlet that he was going. And he went. I went he got There, he said when he arrived at the airport, Auntie, the the military cars that had lined up with their guns I said, Hey, Lord, I Miss me pain. and they came. Are you dirty? What else? Move in. To- guided him to a hotel, even the hotel, the security that was there, even to where his room was. He said he virtually was living under fright that night. When he got to the crusade stage, which was Columbia 2000, he said the people that had gathered for miracles, and that was the day that he saw a baby, for the very first time in his ministry, a baby who was dead fresh. Rise up in the crusade. Those who are copy, may you see something like that? Yeah. Why? Because he wore his scarlet. Not a bad news, but my bad news now affecting no. Just like Rahab. He decided to, even if I would die, or die, be die, let me go. And when he went, God's presence was with him. Brother, sister, I don't know when God would want you to prove that you are there for him. You are not afraid of death. all of us will have that opportunity to sometimes say, God, I am ready. Whatever it is. Look, I have been in crusade grounds where I've been told which doctors are working against me. The recent crusade that we went, the first day I was climbing the stage and I fell down. I could have... Taking another this I could have even designed not to preach the message. I mean I fell down. I was climbing. Look back. I was off another phone over stage. Very disgraceful. Very shameful. There are men of God who sometimes ask questions, Lord, why? If I'm serving, why have I had an accident? Well, some of these things, why are you careful? You can see Put your scarlet down. But we must be able to say, in the midst of all this, I know that if I live, I live because of Christ. If I die, it's gain. And God seeing that thing, it's called being, being faithful unto death. Being faithful unto death. If you have that thing like Rahab had, Bible says that God will see you as somebody in your household who have scarlet. And because of that, He will save you. You will live long because God could trust you. Even when everybody had given up on him. For the sake of the work of God and for Jesus. The last verse, verse 21. And it says that And she said According unto your words so be it. And she sent them away and they departed and she bound the scarlet line in the window, When they came back, they scrolled the Scarlet, and that's how they saved Rehab and her family. She was a prostitute. It doesn't matter what people know you for. I don't know, but Chris someone who has I want to impress people or want to find out what people are you. You can mistake of the people that God used are the people that today would have rejected. Uh, Moses, a murderer. Noah, a drunkard. Uh, rehab, a uh, 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 prostitute. And uh, Noah, who? David, a womanizer. Solomon, a times hundred. And name and them. I mean, most of the guys that God used, Paul, Paul, a murderer, a medra, but God didn't look at just the outward. He was looking at people who had an understanding of some of these things. Said, oh, Paul was bold. Paul, Paul's boldness, he even brought it to me. Said, look, oh, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. What is the power of God? That is somebody that God likes. You may have your weaknesses your issues but god looks at something and says that this person my presence will be with him that's why people easily make mistakes sometimes you know a man of god you know his issues this person has problems we all know but when he comes to stand there and he says lift up your hands to the lord receive it and then people are falling people begin to wonder "Ah, is it really is it really god 20 11 says it is god it's called the contradictoriness it's God, it's confusing because God doesn't look at the way we look at things, man looks on the outward, but God looks on the inward, I'm not saying that God supports that, but I'm saying that God does not look at certain things, if you have your issues, like Rahab had all God is expecting is that stand for him, stand for him Be on his side. The moment you move on his side, your past mistakes is almost erased by the fact that you have your scarlet on. And I've seen it over and over again. And so this morning, as we close, my prayer is that may everybody put on your scarlet. May you be somebody who is bold. As a Christian, you are not afraid of anything that happens around you. Why? Because your eyes... Oh jesus stand to your feet my brother my sister lift up your hands to the lord and thank him this morning we are just closing thank him for a minute he has been good to us a very cold weather the weather is like a winter weather but i want you to know that god's presence can be with you lift up your hands and talk to him that lord help me to put on my scarlet help me to put on my scarlet help me to put on my scarlet Today is Father's Day. We are honoring the Lord by putting on our scarlet. Sisters, let's pray the Lord. May I be like Rahab who would put the scarlet on our window, who would defend God's servants, who would stand for truth, who would do whatever it takes to support the church. Stand for the church. Support the church. Don't... Part of those who are spoiling the church. If you are supporting the church, you have your scarlet on. In the name of Jesus. Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. Your voice lift it up, lift it up. Just for a minute, to pray for yourself. It is not an easy message, but God says that these are things that attract We have looked at the, looked at the white linen. We have This morning, God wants His presence to fill your home. As you are going home, you are going with His presence. Oh Jesus. close your eyes and sing it to the Lord God's presence is going with us home this week see his presence Sing it, Oka, sa, ha, ma, be anointed, keyboard is be anointed, oh Kasa okay. ma, from, use a lot of wave, na, okay. You're oh, my oh, 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 Sing it for the last time, you took sing it to the lord sama something is happening yeah. Hallelujah Para yai, yai, eh, sing again, just another. eh. Oh, 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 nada oh, The sitter, just another Just another Oh Oh another For the last time Lift up your hands and keep on it away. way Oh we want to sing Just another Just another Just another Closed if you are here, you're not born again. You want to say, Pastor, would you pray with me? I'm ready to pray with you. I have no five years we're right. No, I quite be out through the podcast. you not taking that decision yet. I wanted to say this after me. Those who are here, you want to give your life to Jesus, lift up your hands and I'll pray with you. Now, say this after me. I want the whole church to join. Say, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins. sins. I confess you as my Savior and my Lord. Lord. Please come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. life. From today, today, I am born again. I I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, you, Father, for for hearing my prayer. In prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen those who gave your life to jesus just out of church our pastor here you saw the hands he just talked to you just for some few minutes and then we'll be blessed please take your seat god bless you can communion please come quickly Today is father's day the communion is special sing it to the lord if you are here you can join us enjoy both god bless you Wedding, for the last time cooling, for the last time wedding, wedding. Oh Jesus By this communion may the Lord deliver us all from evil. May the Lord forgive us of our sins. May the Lord deliver us households from evil. May the Lord deliver us households from sin. May the Lord forgive our fathers, fathers that are alive, fathers that are dead, may every evil that have been following you, following the family, be terminated because of this communion. Let out the bread and say, the body of Jesus, please eat it. In First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 16, I will say that the cup of blessing which we bless is it not the communion of Christ and this communion that we are taking the bread we are eating, the wine that we are drinking is the blood of Jesus and is a cup of blessing. This morning my prayer is that as we celebrate and honor our fathers we drink every blessing that a father can bring. Lift it up and say the blood of Jesus and say the cup of blessing and drink it by faith. Let us pray Heavenly Father. We are your sons and your daughters. We thank you for loving us and showing us mercy. We have taken this communion in remembrance of what our Jesus, our Lord and our Savior did on the cross. We ask, O God, that every blessing you ask will come to us. In the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit and god's people will say amen god bless you please take your seat you are here you have your tithe please come i believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message for prayers and counseling contact the following numbers 0273-240-449 540 7749 Stay blessed. Live like you. Help me to live just like you. Walk like you. Talk like you. Help me to live just like you.